You're listening to The Bunker New York, live on Red Bull Radio. Hello, you're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. <laughs> Applause for King Brit in the background. Um, that was a really amazing set for those of you who were tuned in for that. Uh, we're here all week live from downtown Detroit. We're on every day from 7 to 8 p.m. Some of my favorite Detroit DJs. And today we have Lauren, a uh, resident at TV Lounge. And amongst other things, we're going to learn more about it right now, I guess. Hey, what's up? Yeah, welcome <laughs> to the studio. Thanks, Thanks for, for coming in. Me. Yeah. Um, so you're quite young. And I think from what I can understand, you got into this pretty young. How, how old were you when you got into this and how did that happen? Um, so I was about 17 when I got my first like pair of turntables and like a little Behringer, like just like a mixer that you would have in like a studio. So pretty much there's like no cueing or anything. It was just like raw mixing. So my parents like saw the interest that I had because I have an older sister. So she would kind of like be like, hey, you want to DD me to a party? Take me to like some of these awesome techno parties going on like 2013, 2012, 11. So I just grew a really big interest for that. And then my parents saw that and they were like, hey, we found these at a garage sale. Do you want them? I was like, oh yeah. So I just kind of like went from there from being in my garage when I was in high school, like just mixing and then like slowly started to develop from there. So your parents encouraged this at a very young age? Yeah, they've always kind of like encouraged everything that I've done. Like I was really into BMX riding when I was younger and like they were like, go for it, do whatever you want. So it's pretty cool to have like that support on my end, I guess. Yeah, I feel like that's what parents are supposed to do, but many, yeah. many don't. <laughs> Definitely, yeah, many don't for sure. And I'm just like grateful that they would just like at least pushed me to like do what I want to do. Right. So when when did you come to Detroit? You didn't. You grew up outside of Detroit. Yeah, I grew up 25 minutes out of Detroit, north. It's a little town called Lake Orion. Actually, it's kind of funny. Like Seth Troxler, Matt, like went Matt Deere went to like the same high school as me. So okay. it's kind of funny. But um, yeah. So like you know, junior in high school, senior in high school. You know, it's only a 25 minute drive. So you know, you start driving down the city, going to different parties and stuff, and. Yeah, so like it really just started picking up with the more interest I had for the music for sure. Yeah. Um, so when, what were the earliest gigs you did in Detroit? Um, so I think actually the one of the first gigs I ever played like legit proper style was for Pax Hall was like the Blue Ball 6 or 7. It's like the annual, annual Christmas party, like Cassie was on the bill. And then like after that, it was really like just like resident. I became a resident at TV with like Joshua Gurren like became kind of like my mentor so he just like we started having sessions like during the week inside the big room at tv when it was closed and like he was just giving me like tutorials on levels and like really important things that you should know before like really getting serious and accepting like big gigs and stuff just essentials so that was probably around 2012 or 13 like right when i was about to graduate high school so did you meet Josh from going out to parties or? I, I actually met Josh. So I used to work with Girls Gone Vinyl like way back in the day, like right when I started first DJing and Maggie Durthick uh, was seeing Mike Fotis at the time, who's like a big sound guy here in Detroit. He does sound for the he's festival. Like the, he's the, he's the shaman <laughs> here in Detroit. So eventually it got to the point where he offered me an internship with him to hook up sound rigs and everything on the patio. So slowly I met Josh at TV Lounge and then me and him instantly were just like, 
he like saw his little version of himself and me and was like, I gotta like help right. me, help help her out. So And is the sound system stuff still something you do today or was that just kind of I mean that's a really valuable thing to learn as a young I wish most young DJs learned sure. this stuff early on because right. they don't understand some really It's definitely still relevant and it will always be relevant. I mean like because I have a studio at home and everything, so like those kind of things always tie in with patching different gear, you know, and I have a pretty large mixer, Alan Heath, like 20 22 channel mixer. So it's like it gets pretty deep as far as like patching all the stuff you need to patch and you know, working your interface and working with Ableton. So it all kind of ties in and it was really nice to know that before you know you just like it's nice to be able to like step up and be like well i can set this whole back line up and the speakers before even like playing you know so that was cool yeah and knowing how it all works and yeah how to do your levels and of course dbs are like everything for me for sure so like just seeing the levels and making sure your levels are great and yeah that's gonna make our engineers happy later sure. on when you're playing your set of course, of course. <laughs> um so I wonder if you see any particular challenges to being a DJ from Detroit or if you just kind of see the benefits because it seems like you have a pretty great community happening here and a lot going on yeah. where I, I feel like a lot of people see Detroit as an uphill battle at least from what I know about you it seems like especially at a really young age here like you're doing really well and connecting all the dots and yeah it's really just like taking the time and like also like being a really good person and also being willing to help like for no, like for no money for free or whatever like hey yeah you guys need help setting up a party cool let me come in and learn some things you know so like that's really where i've been at since the beginning is trying to be a, the biggest sponge i can and absorb the outside things beyond just being a dj and mixing and all that you know because it all really in the end is going to come come and tie in you know yeah i can tell you with the bunker a lot of the people who are now part of the family who are on the label or resident djs started out by just kind of pushing themselves on me and offering to help set up the events and offering yep. to help with whatever i needed yeah which goes a really long way versus just book me book me book me sure yeah here's my new mix yeah because it's something why am that, i not playing the party yep <laughs> yeah because it's something that like is like a very serious thing in my life and like it, it's like probably only the one like couple things I take seriously so it's like I want to <laughs> learn as much as I can you know um and you have why don't you tell us about your you, I think you have various residencies here um, in the city nope I just have my one residency at Marble Bar and then I do well I guess you could call it a residency but every Sunday I do a party at Marble Bar called it's always Sunday in Detroit um we just did it this past Sunday and Dan Bell played for us for like four or five hours to like this pop up with like some sushi and like, you know, it wasn't anything crazy big. There's like, you know, 30, 40 of our friends out on the patio and it's just really chill, like, you know, come together, eat some good food and, you know, hang out in the nice weather kind of vibe. And we just have like a rotating, you know, our kind of like our homies here. There's nothing really too crazy where we're booking headliners and stuff. It's just like Dan Bell's going to be more frequent in it. And it's, yeah, just kind of more laid back thing. And then my residency at TV, I'm always playing like a couple weeks here and there and then some big parties throughout the summer and then movement, of course. So holding so that down for now. So the TV bar thing is more, it's not like you play a specific night. They just, you're just right, in I'm, the regular rotation of DJs. Um, yep, on a handful of like probably about six or seven residents. Yeah. And, um, Which is nice because it balances out everything else because a lot of things have been picking up more. So, yeah. What else? What else has been picking up? Where else have you been? So playing? let's see. Like I just got back from DC over the weekend. I played with Object and Alana Hoff, and it was just like, pff, 
mind blowing. Yeah. That's a pretty incredible lineup. Yeah, I left there, and it was actually like one of the first times I've like played a gig, stayed at that other party, and then like had like an hour to regroup, plane back home to Detroit, and then to set up my Sunday party. So it was like the first time I ever really like experienced that, and like it was like. You know, it was different, and that's some that's some serious DJ training. I've, yeah, I've done that myself. It's one thing to not it's it sucks, and it's one thing to not get a lot of sleep between gigs. But when you have to come back to your city and be on point, set too. up set up a party, yeah, and, run and a break party. down, like yeah, it's <laughs> you know. So that was cool. I actually enjoyed like being able to like kind of like experience that balance and then like own it and like do it. So it was yeah. cool. Um, and you you mentioned your the mixer in your studio and that you have a studio. What's what's going on there? You're working on productions and yeah, we're, you were mentioning for the show that you have a label that's gonna launch. Yeah, we're gonna have our label. It's called Lobos. Um, it's a collective of me and my roommate and two other of our friends. Um, we got some stuff that we are trying to finish up between the four of us. The first record is gonna be all of us, but. Um, just to kind of launch it and then after that we're gonna have some friends you know obviously release on the label as well and we're looking to launch that probably about September and then before that we're gonna be launching our podcast series as well so yeah everybody keep their eyes out for that sounds very cool and um, I'm sure you've got some stuff going on this weekend for movement oh yeah so yeah this was kind of the <laughs> kickoff and then Thursdays like residence night we do every year at TV it's just like a big it's kind of like the time where everybody from Detroit can like come see each other and be last, like, last right, chance, <laughs> last goodbyes to everybody before you know Tuesday rolls around or Monday rolls around. So that'll be great. And then um, let's see, Sunday I'm playing OK Cool at TV Lounge as well. Like that's gonna be like a sunrise. This will be my third year playing the same set. It's usually in the alley, sunrise. They call it quiet time, but really the like manager comes out, Makita. She's like, turn that shit up. Like, yeah. why is it quiet time? It's just like that time where it's like. We kind of have to turn the music down for a minute to like have like the cops and everything kind of give us a break. I mean, because by Sunday it's already kind of been going for two days. I but mean, TV bar doesn't, from what I understand, it doesn't really s stop no, it this doesn't. weekend, right? Yeah, it's just like no. day party, night party, yeah, day party, so, night party. Yeah, and then also like this year, because my schedule is a little bit more relaxed and like like balanced out, I can, I'm helping Josh a lot at TV, just like because the weekend can get so rough and he's literally like, you know, the only one besides a small, group of people that are helping so like I want to be more involved like this year I'm going to be helping with a lot of the parties just like artist hospitality stuff like that which I enjoy because it's a nice way to network and meet people as well yeah and just like you were saying earlier just learn things yeah learn a different side TV bars chugging along at a completely different pace oh, that yeah. weekend than yeah, your average a lot of a lot of us only know Detroit really from sure <laughs> weekend which is a completely different beast yeah um, I saw you also played honcho recently which oh, are really wow. good friends of ours and playing yeah. the camp out I'm sure that's yeah it's exciting. super I kind of just got goosebumps like thinking about the <laughs> honcho set but yeah like I cannot wait to play the camp out like the hot mess 24-hour party just went off it was insane oh that was one of the weekender ones yeah it was it was insane and they had me playing like the main room downstairs and it was just incredible I yeah. mean like it was to the point where I was like I, th I think I need to go regroup like the energy was sucked out of me it was just like felt so good and those guys are doing some next level shit for sure yeah and what do you think defines like what makes that party so great or what makes any party great in your in I your think mind? like the like the amount of like attention that the crowd is like they're locked in they're there like no one is out on their phone no one is like you know they're locked in and that is what gets me locked in, you know? Yeah. And I think that separates a lot of different parties, especially here, 
or New York or Chicago, if you go to the clubs, you know, it's it's just a whole different entity on itself. It's amazing. Everybody's like really open and just free. And I, I felt like I fit in great because especially the queer community here in Detroit is not that large. So it was really nice to kind of get thrown into that and just like feel right. so, you know, at home kind of. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I've spoken to Sapphire about that a little bit. He's just. Yeah, he was out there too while I was yeah. out there. Yeah, it was awesome. great. Um, and you're playing their camp out as well. I'm playing their camp out as well. Yeah. Yes. So I will be hanging out for sure. Anything else this weekend or just upcoming in general? I feel like uh, we've gone over most of what it seems like you've got coming up, but any other Yeah, I mean, we're, we're Tuesday, we're throwing a, a, like, kind of like, it's our second year doing it. It's called the Pick Me Up, too. So it's going to be like Hazmat, me, and then all the guys from Lobos. And we're just going to rock it out all day on the on the patio of Exodus. So on anybody, Tuesday. On Tuesday, if anybody's still alive and well come on through we're doing a free like luggage check for everybody that's gonna go like straight to the airport <laughs> that's a really yeah. good idea <laughs> yeah it's a great idea so if you're uh if you're feeling it come on out it's just like 20 bucks all day free you can check your luggage for free whatever and there's gonna be food and it's gonna be a great time cool all detroit local artists and lineups so very cool yeah. well with that um you gonna play us some music? Uh, I would like to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've got about 45 minutes left here, awesome. so I think we should get into the mix. Uh, we're here with Lauren, live in Detroit, and you're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio.
C D R M F M and O C R. 
Hello, you're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio, live from Detroit, where we'll be all week from 7 to 8 every night. Uh, coming up next, we have Interdimensional Transmissions with Aaron Fitzsiegel, and we've been in the mix for the past 45 minutes with Lauren of Detroit, who's going to play till the top of the hour here. Been a fantastic set. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. You're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio.